0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. wherever you are We have a very special guest with us today, Jared Anderson of Lagniapp Legends and Lagniapp Tech. so we have a serial entrepreneur that's in the building so we'll go ahead and get started. Jared, could you tell us a little bit about yourself or anything that you want to tell the audience
1: All right thank you all right I just want to say thank you for having me on my show um um born and raised in New Orleans Louisiana uh, I'm a tech guy. I've been in IT for over going over uh, maybe 15, 16 years now. Um, I'm a podcast. I'm a YouTuber. The um, name of my YouTube podcast show is The Lang of Legends, where I interview um, people who own entrepreneurs or the entrepreneurs within the organizations or the just special, unique individuals in their community. Um, and the reason why I did that, because most people, don't know about the people or businesses inside their own cities or their own areas. So I really want to focus, especially in the New Orleans area, a lot of entrepreneurs, um, people who move, who work community outreach program or nonprofit people. Um, they don't have a platform to talk about themselves or their organizations or their businesses. And so I just wanted to be that voice because after watching other podcasts such as earn your leisure or market Mondays, or even, um, I don't want to name all of them, but there are a lot of ones out there that's doing something on that magnitude, but on the, in their own lane. But uh, my thing is, I want to, to do something for my impact, my community. Um, I'm also the uh, CEO on, of Up Technologies. It's my own IT consulting firm. Um, I'm with other small or um, medium sized IT firms. I get contracted out to do certain job, IT jobs, um, and I also like to bring on some students where I teach at as well, because I'm also a part-time professor at Delgado Community College, where I teach cloud, computer and cybersecurity classes. Um, So my whole thing is, I wanna give back to my community. Um, It's also one of my dreams because I used to go to Delgado Community College, got my associate degree, and I saw other professors who were in their field, like or I guess you toward the end of their career when they're about to retire, coming back and teaching us, giving us insight in the game in real time, because there's a lot of professors who never worked in their field and are teaching classes and not preparing students for real-world scenarios. So um, I'm married, um, I got two beautiful kids, and actually today is my anniversary um, so right. I was able to do this interview because we already been celebrating all weekend long. So that's <laughs> <laughs> so why I have time to do this. So that's me in a nutshell. Oh, also got represent graduate from Delgado, graduate from Tulane University, I got my bachelor's, I got my master's from the University of Alabama, Birmingham. Um, so that's about me in a nutshell.
0: Wow, man, that's, uh, that's a lot. That's a lot. I wanted to You know, how do you balance it all? Uh, I don't know how he does it all, man. And I don't even think he mentioned everything that he does because there's some other things that we've talked about. Yeah, we'll about talk about, about it. Man. And I'm just like, man, this dude is, is amazing. So um <clears throat> yeah, man, appreciate, appreciate all that you do, especially uh giving back. And I need to I need to put some Florida leaves in, in my uh, my background as well. So <laughs> I gotta, I gotta represent, represent the city. Okay. All right. So uh, let's talk about lagging up tech. Uh, specifically. So how did you come to create that company? Uh, What led you to that point to create that?
1: So um, I think at the time, this was, I forgot how long it was, Uh, maybe almost a decade ago, I was working as a contractor for the government, um, working in IT, and then I just saw how much um, the hourly wages that the government Pays uh, contract companies, so let's just break down content, make it simple. Let's say a contract company, a con, a company is awarded a contract, and their um, the government pays them a hundred dollars an hour, right? The company winds up hiring somebody like me or someone else who's a contractor, and they pay them probably between forty to seventy dollars, eighty dollar range, or whatever, depending on the type of position they're hiring for. So I saw that businesses were making money off contractors and so i wanted to get in the game as well so i started doing um consulting on the side fixing people computers um created my LLC because it's better to create an LLC or business so if anybody sues you any damage or anything like that you want to protect yourself and your uh, everything you bought already so i created that entity to start getting me uh my first entrepreneurial efforts um so I did it as consulting for a long period of time. Um, uh, I bought in other people to help me with other projects. I currently don't have any employees. So if I need some other employees to help me with a big project, I just hire them all as consultants themselves because I'd rather, instead of you being an employee, I'd rather you have your own business and we make money together. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I started it. And I wanted to show my kids eventually when I had them like now that you can be a business owner too because a lot of people don't realize there are a lot there are a lot of business owners out there that look like us but there's nobody broadcasting that
0: absolutely absolutely yeah (laughs) um i I agree and and when i was growing up and especially in the city there were business owners but I, i just didn't know them you know i saw a lot of workers but i just didn't personally know many business owners so yeah yeah that's that's important for kids to see so being a business owner, were there any barriers that you may have faced that may have been difficult for you to create that type of company?
1: Uh, I mean, it is, it is barriers because when you try to start your own business, you got to raise a lot of capital. Um, I was uh, working, um, I'm still working. Uh, I still have a full time job while I'm still doing consulting. Uh, I haven't made that leap yet to go full time because I guess it's a gift and a curse. I'm so good. At my jobs, that I get promoted. (laughs) So every time I'm about to, like, you know what, I'm about to do this consulting full time and, like, just forget a job, whatever, I get bam, you get promoted again. So, I mean, it's a gift and a curse. So, uh, I I know at some point I'm going to have to just um, take that dive, take that leap of faith, like Steve Harvey said, and just jump. Um, But uh, right now, I'm enjoying both the benefits of both worlds. So, uh, the only thing I will say I had an issue with is, I guess, trying to find business. Um, when you're um, <laughs> a young black male and you walk into businesses saying, Do you need some tech services, IT? You might not, some people are not going to open the door to you. They might not believe you are uh, true who, who you say you are. So, you have to get over that. You just got to keep pushing forward. Um, eventually, somebody's going to hire you for a job. And once you make sure when you get your first job, make sure you knock it out the park. Because word of mouth and recommendation and reviews, it travels fast, trust mm-hmm. me. So uh, once you do something good, then somebody else will refer you and so forth and so forth to keep going on. So whenever you get your first opportunity, make sure you knock out the phone. You might even want to do it for free. Um, this you can build a rapport, a relationship with that business or that person. And then next time you could you can get make your money on the back end. That's
0: that's real good advice right there, man. We can clip that up and just make that a second
1: <laughs> Right. Yeah, a lot of people don't like, don't, don't like to do a lot of things for free because, I mean, we're in a capitalist society. But at the end of the day, if you put yourself up a little bit, I think the universe will reward you and give it back to you 100 times over.
0: Absolutely. I agree to that. All right, so thinking about where you are now, how has some of your previous roles supported creating the skill set that you need to have uh, either both your company, as a consultant or uh, what you do with your primary job. I mean, I think they both go hand in
1: hand because um, being that I've been in IT so long, I've been putting in several like leadership roles. So being in business and being in leadership roles, you have to be uh, task oriented, you have to have project management skills um, besides having technical skills. Um, because being in it, you always have to uh, study, 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 being in technology. like there's there's no ends of busts about it. like if you want to stay in it and you want to do the hands- on technical stuff, you have to do continuous training. That's what I tell my students and people I work with like there's no, oh, I'm just gonna chill, I'm just gonna do this. Even if, let's say you let's say you decide just to be a, a, as I say, a, a programmer or a network engineer you still have to get several certifications and you still have to learn the new programming, the new software updates, anything. So anything you do in IT, you still have to learn. Um, So I think me being able to steadily learn, um, being a people person, being a team oriented person that has helped me on both sides, business and um, personal in the working field. Because a lot of people, They don't tell you this in school. Um, Those group projects are very, very important. I think I I think they should be more important than the individual because when you work in for organization or you create your own entity, you will be in a team environment. Like I said, even though I don't have employees, I still have to have some team members. I have to hire somebody to do marketing. I might have to hire somebody to uh, set up for a catering event. I might have to hire a videographer. Uh, or photographers or event I'm doing when I'm conducting a podcast or interview or something like that. So even though, even though I don't have employees, I still have a team. So I think teamwork, uh, like one of my coworkers to say teamwork makes the dream work. So.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, amongst your several roles that you have across your, your businesses and things that you do, in the community, you you talked about some of the things that you do for youth specifically. Uh, So one of the roles that you didn't mention earlier, uh, you do some community service as well. So could you uh, talk about just, you know, how do you serve the community in in the greater New Orleans area?
1: Whew, man.
0: So first I'm
1: uh, I'm a mentor in uh, this group called the Silverback Society. What we do is we go into I would say elementary. Yeah, elementary is elementary. Elementary high schools. I'm sorry, elementary schools, and we um, talk to the sixth grade boys. Um, I think we also we also talk we also talk to the junior highs as well, but we go to them because um, they're about to transition either from elementary to junior high, or junior high to high school, and so we show them uh, mentors like myself, like. IT person, um, business owner, a lawyer, maybe an ex-football player, uh, just a lot of grown men who are highly successful in our community. We go there and talk to them. Um, We have several steps that we follow within the program. Um, So each week that we meet, we have, a. I think the first 20 minutes or 30 minutes, we discuss the goal or what we need to achieve. And then after that, we ask them what they want to talk about, May it be sports, may it be something they heard, or they have a question about us, um, about our families, what we do, stuff like that. Um, it's very beneficial. It's very eye-opening. Um, I remember my first time doing it, which was two years ago. Um, I walked in there, and since <laughs> – um, I told him um, I'm working. From, I'm working from home, so I was in there just like with a basic polo shirt on, some jeans, and some, um, and some jump, uh, some Jordan shoes on. And they asked me, "Yo, so what do you do?" And I told them, well, "You know, um, I work for the government. I'm a cloud engineer. I also have my own. I teach some business, um, and I'm also a college professor." And they, like their eyes lit up, like, "What? Like you do all that?" I like, "Yeah, I do all that. Like, I mean, don't." Don't set yourself, don't set, set yourself short. Like you can do anything you want. Um, I can switch the game if I can come here with a suit and tie as well. Like, don't just be, don't worry about just being a rapper or an athlete. There are things that you're on, like, do do y'all know about stock? Like none of them ain't know about cryptocurrency. I know that's your thing. Um, like they ain't know anything about that. So I broke on my phone, showed them my brokerage account. Um, in Robin Hood, because a lot of people I know, they, f- they heard about it, but they ain't know what the hell. They they never accessed it before, and I told them about trade stocks. What is a stock? So, um, I also besides doing that, I'm also uh, I'm, I'm a I'm coach, <laughs> heavily involved coach with my kids. Um, like currently right now, I'm uh, I coach the offense side for my son's flag football team right now. Um, and we practice two times a week, and we have a game every Friday night. Um, and when you coach a Third to fourth grade boys, Jesus Christ. Oh, I also have a girl on the team. And <laughs> having patience is really very important being a coach. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've been coaching him. I've been coaching his school since he was in kindergarten. And then I just uh, last year alone, I coached my daughter's soccer team and a softball team. So I do that a lot. Uh, I love coaching. I think that coaching – it's something I think I ain't gonna say most parents, but some parents should do um, because it shows your it shows your children and other kids how they can follow a follow a leader, right? Follow instruction, how they can take criticism um, and be held accountable for their mistakes. It Also, te- also, I think me personally, I think every kid should have some type of sport they play because it teaches, everything in sports teaches you about team building, um, being great at your craft. Um, it teaches you how to be competitive, and it teaches you how to win and how to lose. Um, so that's why I think sports is very, very valuable. You don't have to be the best. You don't have to be Michael Jordan or LeBron James or anything like that. But if you play sports, you have... The skills which you need to do on the field, off the field, and in the corporate world, or in the business world, or in a nonprofit world, whatever you want to do.
0: Absolutely, I, I agree to that. So, a few more things that you just told us about. So that this solidifies it. You are a vampire because there's no way to <laughs> and do all that. Just do is the vampire in the hood. I don't know if y'all remember that movie, but that's Jared. All right, so <laughs> you you have a very diverse skill set from all the things that you mentioned before and and the things that you do. So it sounds like you've accomplished a lot already, but what are some personal and professional goals that you may have?
1: Oh, like right now, I've been thinking about maybe pursuing getting my PhD. Um, I've been thinking about it uh, because education is like really high in our family. And I believe there's no male in my family, I think, that has a PhD. Um, so I've been thinking about doing that, but it's not really what I'm focused on right now. But uh, my other goals is I want to get into real estate. So uh, I want to start, actually, I want to start studying to become a real estate agent. Because uh, me and my wife, we want to get into the real estate game. And one of us needs a, uh, <laughs> needs, I think one of us needs to become an agent. So we don't have to wait on agents to go look at houses, to run comps when I can just do it myself or ourselves or whatever. Um, so that's one avenue I was thinking about doing. Um, currently right now, um, due to COVID, since everybody had that extra time at home, I got sucked into the stock trading game. I was like everybody else. I ain't never playing the stock a morning. I ain't got no money for that. You gotta be one, that, you gotta have money that could do, do that. Due to COVID being at home, on social media, started following people, people I knew started getting into these stock trading groups. And then I realized how much, even if you're not in the stock market, you already in it, you just don't realize it. Like when you go shopping in all your stores or all the things you buy, when you fly, like Walmart is the public trading company. Southwest is the public uh, trader company. Um, Microsoft, I mean, even the platform that we on right now, um, Zoom. Is a is a, tr- a publicly traded company. So you're already in the stock market. People just are so afraid because they think once you put money in the market, you will lose it. Um, I mean, trading does have risk, but there are ways to protect yourself. So don't be afraid to start investing. Um, I think that is one way most, that's how most, the most wealthy people in the world become wealthy is because they are own of a publicly traded company. Look at uh, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, um, the list goes on and on. So don't be afraid to invest, uh, build a generational wealth. If you combine stock, real estate, technology, cyber security, I mean, I'm, I'm setting that up. Cryptocurrency, you in the game.
0: Absolutely, and, and you know, that's <laughs> what we're big on on this channel here, the crypto. And you said something that was really on point so a lot of people are in the stock market and they don't realize it. And mm-hmm. I feel the same way with cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology. A lot of people are starting to use blockchain technology and don't realize that's the way it should be. So that being said, how important do you think that is to the IT world as it stands and cloud computing? How, how do you see that as far as applications or possible applications uh, in your field?
1: Oh man, cryptocurrencies like change the game. Like I think crypto is um, like some people I follow says it would be the next greatest revolution as financially for us. Um, of course, just think about it. We went from metals to I think we went from metals to jewelry to cash. Now we we already we were already digital, like with Apple Pay and Google Pay. They put us over the edge, like Cash App, PayPal, like we were already digital, and then the crypto coins came on the scene, so that just made us more digital. So, cryptocurrency, financial, what they call fintech, finances and tech world coming together. I mean, that's just it's already it's already there. Uh, but but our people, most people that look like us, are not in the game. Like they don't know they don't know what a a, a dog dog Doge coin, Doge, how you pronounce it. um they just, some people just started knowing what the hell a Bitcoin was a few months ago. Like, and Bitcoin been around for, for how long? What, maybe? What, long So That's what I'm saying. Like, over a decade. So, and we they just found out about Bitcoin. So, we're already behind a, a ball. Like, we need, people like us need to get into cryptocurrency immediately. Um, like, one person I follow is said the U.S. dollar loses value every year. Right, so you need to have assets. You need to put your money in assets that will grow. That's why I'm pushing stock, real estate, cryptocurrency. They're assets that can continually add value. Cash is losing value. I think eventually we're gonna be get away from cash. I don't even think that's gonna be an option anymore. I mean, right now it makes no sense because right now we'll be using either using credit cards, Apple Pay, Google Pay, and that's it. PayPal. I mean, we, we people are uh, businesses are already starting to implement um, cryptocurrency options. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So look, even look at Cash App, they're doing it too right now as well, and PayPal. So
0: absolutely. Yeah, you, you're right on that. Uh, I've been keeping up with inflation and what's been going on with the dollar. So yeah, you're absolutely right. People need to get into different forms of assets because this, this inflation, I don't think we've in our lifetime, you know, our, our parents or grandparents have seen it, but in our lifetimes, we haven't seen hyperinflation. So right, that's, that's something that's we might be on the horizon, might be on the horizon for us. So absolutely. So is, is there any particular crypto project that you are excited about or uh, one that you are curious about?
1: Yes, yes, yes. On. So... I'm not the crypto guru. Um, I really just got a triple probably six months ago and I'm still learning about it, but I'm heavy into uh, XRP. Uh, I forgot that, the, the name of the company that owns XRP? Yeah, Ripple.
0: <sighs>
1: Ripple, Ripple, the company owns Ripple. So I'm heavy into XRP. Um, right now, I think it's trading that maybe at a dollar, it goes under, it might go down to 90 some cent, 87 cent, then it bounced back up to a dollar or something. So I'm heavy in it. I think I got almost 2,000 co- uh, coins in XRP right now. Um, I'm also in, uh, I just started uh, allocating some funds and getting a Bitcoin shortly. I just started getting into that. Um, but I got, <laughs> I hope it take off. I know it's a meme coin. I can't believe I'm going to say it on you. But I got a few million in them cheap, uh tokens. Shib, I know, I I know, I shouldn't even be talking about it. But I mean, it, I, mean I just couldn't pass the opportunity. I mean, I bought like seven million coins for like fifty six dollars, <laughs> and all I need is to hit a dime, and I'm good. <laughs> you, know, you saw what happened to Dodgy coin. If, if if I could just get it, I mean, fifty cent, fifty cent
0: or quarter helped me out tremendously. <laughs> Yeah, you and you and everybody else that bought the receiver, they thinking the same thing. So good luck to you. Um, <laughs> hey, you, you know we, we all have a we all have something that we invested in that we're hoping is, is you know, we know it's speculative. We we know it's kind of like a lottery ticket. But if we hit those winning numbers, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, hold my breath on the receiver. But uh, <laughs> You, you might have something with the with the XRP, and uh, that actually mm. was my first favorite project in crypto. It's, I've evolved from that. Uh, since then, I think I think it still has potential, and they're still doing a lot of a lot of things worldwide. Uh, but that SEC SEC case, a lot of people, are, you know, have, they have the eyes right. that. Uh, and it, I mean, the way it looks now, looks like Ripple's going to win that case. So uh, there might be right. something. Might be something. Right. Once it shoot up. <laughs> there go. Change his channel, huh? It's gonna be XRP legends, huh? XRP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I buy and I buy I buy uh, I buy XRP every
1: week. Um so if people uh, I guess I could talk about it. So you can go on uh I use the app um uphold the uphold app to buy some of my crypto. Um, Webull is another app where you could trade stocks, but they're also starting to uh, implement, you can buy um, cryptocurrency as well as Coinbase. I use them too. So uh, there's, there are apps out there to utilize. So people just need to find them and, and use them and start
0: investing. Yeah, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you know, I had the opportunity to be on your show, and mm-hmm. I do feel like it's, it's really important, especially for, for people that are in New Orleans or from the ones with spe- specifically people that's in New Orleans and in, in the surrounding areas. Uh, I think it's an important outlet uh, for a lot of people that are there. And, you know, it's been a while since I lived in the city, but from my experience, it, there was kind of a crab in the barrel mentality with a lot of things. A lot of people felt like, well, we don't support each other and we don't get enough exposure. So I really appreciate the fact that you're doing that. So you, you spoke on it a little bit earlier, but what motivates you to keep going with your platform and, uh, what was that initial, initial push that made you say, you know what, okay, I'm, I'm going to start this today.
1: So, uh, uh, what initially, um, pushed me to start my own podcast. Cause I follow, I follow like a lot of, uh, motivated people, motivation, motivational people, uh, follow Eric Thomas, um, I follow Gary Vaynerchuk. He crazy. <laughs> he likes to use the F bomb all the time. Yeah. Um, I follow the army leisure podcast. Um, I so saw. I follow a lot of people who were doing podcasts that I saw how much they were impacting people. Right. But I noticed that there's really no podcast or platform showcasing minority businesses in New Orleans area. Right. So, um, my podcast initially started off as Landia Tech podcast. So I was strictly talking about technology because also that's another lane that our people suffer at. Even though we buy the latest gadgets and stuff, but we are not strong in technology. Like we're not creating operating systems. We're not creating cryptocurrency. I mean, well, I'm sorry. We are, but not a lot of us are. Like it's not mainstream. So I, I started Land Tech. I was doing like, the, uh, the app of the day. I was talking about tech news for the week. Um, and then I noticed I was following, the, um, I knew all these people who owned their own businesses or they were like great individuals, but they weren't like tech specific. So I didn't have them on my show. So one day, I think I took like a month off and I wanted to um, rebrand my show. So that's why I came up with the Land yap Legends uh, podcast show. Um, so of course, if you're down from Louisiana or New Orleans, uh, Lanyard I means giving you something a little extra. And so, and I named it Lanyard Legends because the people I interview are legends in their field, right? So like you're a legend in cryptocurrency. Uh, I interviewed somebody who was a, a legend in accounting or I interviewed somebody who's a legend in stock options. So I call them legends because they're legends in their field. So that's why I came up with the Lanyard Legends podcast show um, that way I felt I can reach more people and include everybody at the same time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think you, uh, you have something unique there because you can always overlay it with tech. I mean, tech is in, in everything. Right. And, you know, with the group that brought us together, EYL, uh, Ian Dunlap, he talks about that quite a bit, how, you know, tech isn't everything on Market Monday. They talk about how tech is pretty much infused in everything. So, yeah, that's really, really good All that you have, and it's all bridged together.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: Yes, indeed. Oh, so, and, also, okay. and also, another thing
1: that motivated me, that um, people started to recognize me in the street, and it was like, hey, are you that guy, or are you Jared from Land Legend podcast? Are you the host of Land and Legend podcast? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that's a good show, man, keep going. like then." I started, people I knew started coming up to me. I didn't even know they watched the show. And they'll just tell me out the blue, like, hey, what's up, what's going on? We talking. I said, hey, man, I caught your show last time. That was a great guest you had on there. And I'm like, <laughs> well, damn, I didn't even, even know you was watching the show. Like, yeah, yeah. So I, I didn't, like, people, I didn't even know people I knew was watching the show. So uh, it's, good. it's good to know that I'm impacting people and uh, making a difference.
0: Yeah, yeah. Especially
1: yeah. when you came on the show. Yeah, when you came on the show, man. Man, it was hitting me up like it was ridiculous. <laughs> like even before the show before the show came, b- before I interviewed you, people was in me, yo, what time the show come off of cryptocurrency? Man, I gotta get in the game. Cause I think this is when um uh coin was oh, going on man. at
0: uh
1: yeah. Oh man, it was hitting me up before,
0: during, and after the show. Use <laughs> one of my top episodes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's that's good and it, it just shows you and reminds you. You don't know who you're impacting. It, it might be somebody in a whole other state, it might be somebody overseas, and they just needed that little bit of information that you provided. So, yeah, man, we appreciate you. It's, it's very important that you continue, and so uh, I hope that you know you just find continue to find the strength, the piece that you need in order to <laughs> keep going because it's it's important. It's really important, especially for the, the kids, uh, mm. the kids all over the city. They they need to see. They need to see
1: this. Thank you, bro. Yeah, man. And I think, and I think a lot of people uh, don't realize how much, how long, <laughs> how much time and work, and how much money you got to put in to keep a podcast or a YouTube show going. Uh, it's a lot of work. Yes. Like I think people take they think it, it's easy. Some people make it look easy, right. right? But you they don't realize how much equipment you got to have behind behind you. Um, and once you get big, like real big. Like, how much editing you have to do. You, you really gonna have to hire a team. So, right. like, if you want to do a podcast, a YouTube show, man, you, you have to put in some work. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. You're going to mess up. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to say words incorrectly. You might even spell somebody's name wrong on the interview. You won't realize that after you already streamed it. So, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> You're going to make mistakes. But, uh, like, if you don't make mistakes, you ain't learning. So, that's right. Very true. Very true. Okay. Very so,
0: true. all that being said, what what are some things that we can expect in the future?
1: Uh, in the future, man. Um, um since this COVID thing is scaled down a little bit, I wanted to like step into the next stage. Like, I want to go. I want to do more. Like, I want to do in person. Like, in person interviews instead of doing it like conference like we're doing right now. Um, cause you feel more energy in person, you know, um, like I want to start doing like the interviews in, if they have a location, I want to do it at the location or if they have an event, um, I want to do it at, um, at their event. Like I did one recently, I was brought streaming from, a uh, uh, burpees and beats. Um, I had two guests on there. One was the, uh, the, uh, George Banfo. He's a celebrity trainer, fitness trainer. He got like a million followers on YouTube and social media all over all over. Um, he was the headliner of the show. And then I had uh Marcus Cummins, who was he was on my show twice. Uh, he was an NFL agent, um, a serial entrepreneur, and he put on the show, he invited him to be the head trainer. And we was doing we was doing burpees and beasts. Like we did a workout for like an hour, and then we had like drinks, food, and other vendors out there. And so me just doing that bit. I met other people that I interviewed on the show and networked and I didn't even know they existed until that. So that's why I think this show, uh, the platform, everything we uh, we do for our our people being, um, I guess the media for our people is helping in bridging gaps that we don't even realize is out there.
0: All right. Don't forget about me when you blow up. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody all right well if people want to contact you if they want to follow up uh with you how would they uh, get in touch with you do you want to leave your information with us oh yeah most
1: definitely so um you can follow me on instagram at langyap.legends um we have our facebook page which is langyap underscore legends i know it's a little crazy but i got put in facebook jail for a minute so i had to change the name I don't even know why I was at Facebook jail. Just crazy. Um, <laughs> then they got uh Twitter. We're on Twitter at Lanyup L. And I also believe we're on TikTok at Lanyup Legends as well. So if you look up Lanyup Legends, we all over. Um, I also have my uh, website. with links to everything is Lanyup Tech.com. So we everywhere. Just put up Lanyup Legends podcast. We're on all platforms. Apple, Spotify, YouTube. We on everything.
0: There it is. There it is, and I'll make sure that I, I put that down in the summary in the yeah. chat. All right, what's up, man? You got more questions, man. We got more time, man. What's up? Yeah, yeah, man. um, What What do you want to talk about? Tell me, tell me something that's that's important to you that uh, maybe you want uh, the people to know. Um, I think that.
1: Um, all right, talk about stock and real estate. I think people need to really focus on <laughs> their finances, like. I know it's crazy because when I was in college, I didn't want to take no finance class. I would not try to take no accounting class. I ain't going to try to take no business. If it wasn't computer class, I ain't want to take it. I ain't even going to lie to you because I feel like it was a waste of my time. But now that I look back, I wish I would I I take it more seriously because um, learning finance and business really impacts you in any field that you go into. If you know how to uh, learn about a business, how to run a business, how to value evaluate a business, um, how to control your finances, you can make serious money and you can empower others as well. Um, if I'd not know, put it like this: if we if we would have known about the stock market when we was like my kids' ages, and somebody would just broke us, gave us down the basics, we'd be multi millionaires right now. Absolutely. Know what I'm saying? So. Um, I implore people to learn about, like I said, stock market, cryptocurrency, real estate. Um, learn about business, a business. Like there are also seminars and classes for free that are out there that teach you how you can start your own business, how easy it is to start your LLC. Some people think starting an LLC is complicated. No, it ain't. <laughs> you go to the website, put your name in, put your put, put in your contact information. Boom, pay the credit card bill. You're LLC. It's just that simple. I um, uh, mean, what else you got? What else you want to talk about?
0: Yeah, no, that that financial literacy piece is it's so important. And, you know, what's, what's crazy is I used to work in the bank. So I, I'm an economic right. major and I used to work in the bank. But I didn't know, I really didn't know anything about money. So a lot of the stuff that we're taught about money is from the banking system, but it's not to empower you as a consumer is to, to keep the bank wealthy. And you're absolutely right, man. I didn't I didn't really learn about stocks and stock trading. I even had a series six license and it was broke. It was broke, didn't understand what I was doing, <laughs> man. I was selling stuff that I didn't understand. And so, you know, we're walking a lot of these institutions, these banks that they're big and nice and pretty, but a lot of people in there, they don't know what they're doing either, but they'll never tell you that. So you're, you're right, man. The sooner people can learn and manage just, yeah. If we were in our teens and twenties, yeah. It'd be a, a different, <laughs> a different story right now, but maybe that's a good thing too, because uh, there's a lot of wisdom that comes with age. Uh, <laughs> get to the earlier, but it's not, just, not always the best thing either.
1: <laughs> okay. That's true. That's true. Yeah, man. Like, uh, 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 another thing I want to talk about, um, people need to invest in their kids as well. Like, um, like investing in your kids exposing them to new things that you that you never had is very great like um I'd have had my kids um, do podcasts with me um, not the YouTube channel yet yeah, just like just the audio part when I was cuz I started out just doing audio podcasts, and then I, I went to YouTube and stuff like that so um I have them doing it they keep they ask me all the time what can I come to do a, what can I do a podcast can I come back on a podcast I had them do a commercial Um, I'm teaching them about the stock market. I'm teaching them. You tell. Can you tell me what does a bullish stock market mean? What what does a bearish stock market mean? Um, I tell them. Can you tell me what an asset is? What's a liability? Um, I have them give me examples of each. So I'm not trying to like push it on them. Like yo, I need you to do this. I just want you to be exposed to it because when you, if you exposure leads to expansion. um, I heard that from. Jamal King, another uh, person I follow, a multi-million dollar real estate investor, who's also a black Chicago former police officer. But you need to invest in your kids, you know what I'm saying? So I'm telling you, education is key, learning. Also, don't spend all your time on social media looking at all this craziness, like all these memes, um, watching these whack reality shows, Especially, I'm just gonna put it out there. Like, uh, what you call people? Like Real Housewives of Atlanta, Marriage and <laughs> yeah. Medicine. Yeah, I hate them shows yeah. because it makes us look so ignorant. And the shows focus only on the ignorance and not on the, the how smart business savvy these people are. Like, you got a whole show with um, Marriage and Medicine with a bunch of um, physicians, dentists or whatever they do, nurses, whatever they do in the medical field. And they, all they focus on is the yelling, the cursing out each other. Oh, you did this to me. There's only been a brief moment in every show, maybe five, three minutes clip when they talk about how they impact what they, uh, what they do in the medical field. All the rest of the show is mess. So don't, don't spend time watching Foolishness. The more you um, start listening to podcasts, um, it could be motivation, business, fitness, whatever it is, something that you'll learn, you will start to realize how much time you've you've been wasting watching foolishness. And your mind will start opening up. Like when I get in the car, I rarely listen to music anymore. Like first I'm I'm listening to a podcast or I'm listening to an audio book. Like sometimes you just gotta make a sacrifice do you want to know the late? Do you want to sing the latest song, or do you want to learn something that can potentially bring you generational wealth?
0: Man, that, that's good. Yeah, let's let's stay on that for, for just a minute. You <laughs> touched on that earlier about mm. you know people don't realize what it takes to do a podcast, and you were mm. saying that you were telling your students that if you want to stay current in the IT industry, then you have to study. There's no getting around it. You have to keep up with the latest that's going on. So. You're right. A, a lot of times, people will look at where you are and what you achieve, and on the outside, you may make it look a little easy. But yeah, could you could you just just stay on that point for just just a little bit and, and talk about the sacrifice of success? Because even with mm-hmm. those shows that you mentioned, with the Real Housewives and the Married to Medicine, you know it's it's a lot of brands that's on there. You know, they see a lot of luxury and all that, and the foolishness is to keep people engaged, but uh, many people may not realize what it takes to sustain that type of lifestyle if you want it, or even mm-hmm. just to be successful, whether that's having your own business or having your own podcast. So yeah, could you could you just talk about the sacrifice that you're going to make?
1: So like, yeah, so sacrificing to be successful is like, it's real. Like there's no ends about it. Like the the higher, the how can I say this? The higher you go up in income, um the more you have to give up things. Like did it makes sense to me at the time when somebody said it, but I was like why you gotta give up if you're making more money. You should have more, more time to do whatever you want. But to be successful, you still have to, you have to continuously learn. Like there's no ends out, like you have to learn. Like um when like when Mark Cuban was on Earn Your Leisure podcast and he said he still, even though he's a multi billionaire he still buy basic courses to learn to learn stuff that's what he does he buy basic basic stuff that he might already know but somebody else might have a different spin on it. he might learn something different new even though it was basic so you ha- you have to continue to learn like i'm not even lying to you. like i i keep you i probably watch more i probably <laughs> i'm probably watching and, um reading and listening to more stuff educational wise than when i was probably in college you know what i'm saying like because there's so much information out here it's crazy. And like, we are so, <laughs> we are so, the word is conditioned. We are so conditioned to learn about other stuff like NFL games, NBA games, baseball games. Um, what this politician doing? Like we so busy worrying about other stuff we shouldn't even be worrying about. We need to focus on building generational wealth, giving back to our community, investing time with our family and our children, and try to up, uplift our friends as well. Um, and, and, and that's another topic right there. Like your family and friends, <laughs> gonna, when you are a successful person, you are doing things that they have never done. And it's gonna look like you are, what's the word I'm gonna say? You, you being a radical, you being a rebel, um, but you're just doing things different. You ain't moving with the crowd. That's what most people are successful do. They don't move the crowd, they make their own ways. So don't be afraid to do your own thing. Some family your families, your friends are gonna look at them, why are you doing all this craziness? Why are you doing the stock? Uh man, you'll see. They're gonna see, and it's gonna be too late. By the time you you rise and they still at the same level. So, like uh what Ian Dunlap says, um what did he says, crowd, put out the note. what do say, pull out the noise? What does he say? Um
0: I think it says drama
1: is it drawn out the noise? Drawn out the, yeah drawn out the noise and oh, just focus. Noise. Laser focus. So yeah, man, when you're successful, I even give you an example, My my wife, she's a physician, right? To be a physician, you have to give up a lot of time and a lot of money from medical school. Um, you have to do you gotta get your degree from regular college, you gotta go to medical school four years, then you gotta do your residency. And then you get hired to become a full time um, doctor, unless you want to be a specialty and you go to school for another two, three years. So, what she did, I ain't, I ain't got time. For. I'm sorry. I just can't. Like that. That's too much goddamn school right there. I, uh, <laughs> I love her. I like her. love you, honey. But uh, you got to put in a lot, a lot of sacrifice, studying time. Like, she's a physician, she can't make no mistakes. So especially in her field in her position, she really gotta sacrifice. Like she has to, I think people don't realize the life of a physician. They have to they have to continuously study on new medical stuff. Then you have to they have to make sure their patients are up to date, their charts are up to date because they they cannot, they are not allowed to make mistakes. So successful people have to sacrifice to be at the top.
0: That's, that's true. Great, <laughs> great point. Great point. And um, one other thing that you were talking about was teaching your, your kids as well, because I know I've seen it in my family where wealth leaves from one generation uh, to the next. And we, we see it with successful celebrities, things of that sort. Generation of wealth goes down to one generation, then by that third generation is gone. So... Mm. I think' it's, you know it's, it's good that that you all are, are grinding and creating a legacy for your kids, but you talked about teaching your kids, showing your kids involving them in your business so that they at least have the the choice and the skill set to continue that if they want to so yeah man uh, what motivates you to teach your children about your business and and the bring them in of, of what you're doing?
1: Because I don't want them to be. Like a lot of people are, I don't want them to be in a position to uh what's the word I'm looking for? to depend and survive on the job because we all have been in positions when your supervisor, your manager, director treat you like trash. Like they think they better than you they live you. Like, hey, I want to take time off this weekend. My daughter got a football game or oh, my, my son got a soccer game. I want, you know, I can't work this weekend, I wanna do this. Nah, I need you here what <laughs> why like i just we got up team members uh, now nah, you my best part. i need you here blah, blah, blah. what i don't want i don't want you i want my children and my grandchildren to be in a situation when they have to depend on their job like if they don't work a job that's fine but if they're dealing with an a-hole boss they can tell them like yo i don't need you i got a million shares of apple <laughs> i don't need you i'm good i go oh i got 10 properties that I got renters, I'm leasing, I got a whole uh, apartment complex. Like I don't need this job, you know what I'm saying? And let's say in some way down the line, let's say my son or my daughter wants to start their own business. My goal is I want them at least, both of them have their own rental property before, before they graduate high school. Let's say one of them wants to start a business. Either they can sell the rental property they have or which most people don't realize they can take a loan out on the uh, in the equity uh, from their home. They can take a loan, a loan out on equity. Let's say you had an equity of hundred thousand dollars, and you only need fifty thousand. You could take the equity loan out on equity of your house from the bank, and you got fifty thousand dollars to invest in your own, uh, business, or you could sell some stocks or crypto if you have enough capital. Fifty thousand dollars worth of the, uh, crypto or stocks, you could sell that to invest in your new business that you want new business venture that you want to do. So that's why I want to teach them all these things because I don't want them to be in a situation like I used to be dealing with a hole bosses who just like to mess over you because they can. Yes, indeed.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, man. One one more time. Uh if the people want to catch up with you, if they want to follow you, where can they catch you
1: Lanyabtech.com. Um an IT consultant um firm. Need assistance with your technology? Hit me up, LandyUpTech.com. Make sure you follow us on Legends YouTube channel, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. Uh, We're on Facebook, LandyUp underscore legends. We're on Twitter, LandyUpL. Our Instagram, we are LandyUp.Legends. So make sure you follow us, subscribe. Um, I'm going to start a new podcast, a new season on there. We're uh, 87 episodes deep right now. Um, so hopefully for that hundred episode, I have a, a very, very special guest. Hopefully I can line it up with that person. Um, so I hope y'all check us out.
0: Absolutely. Yes, yes. Go check out the podcast, y'all. It's very good. All right. That wraps up the show. Thank you again, Jared, for coming on and doing this with us. Uh, hopefully we can get you back on some point in the future before you you take off and they ship you out to Hollywood somewhere to do this. But <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed the show. And that wraps it up.